Hey guys, welcome to the Drive-In Podcast. I'm Lamont. And I'm Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. Well, we got a special one. We're in the Christmas season. So, you know, we figured we'd jump into a Christmas movie. So on this one, we're going to highlight a Christmas story Christmas. Oh, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the can with kids named Flick and Schwartz. I triple dog dare you. And the next thing you know, you're a certified adult. Ralph, dear old man. Fragile. He was the best. Ralphie, promise me we're gonna make this a wonderful Christmas. That would make your father so happy. I promise. What had I done? And now it was all up to me? I suggest you start drinking and don't stop till New Year's. Jingle Bell, (laughs) Batman Smells, Robin Robin Lake. Let me tell you something. I know, I know. We talked off air, and you was like, you wasn't really feeling them trying to do a sequel to the original because the original was such a great movie. So, how did this one land for you? Was it was it okay? Did it hit? What did you What did you think of a Christmas Story Christmas? This was this film. Here's here's my analogy of it. <laughs> this film was. You know, at family gatherings, when your your siblings bring their significant other and you were kind of cool with the first girlfriend or boyfriend that they had, so yeah. you try not to like them. Mm-hmm. But the, the person that they bring is like, hey, okay, we got some stuff in common. Cool. All right. I can see. Okay, it's cool. And I think with this, that's the perfect and that. This is the the new girlfriend that, you know, the old girlfriend was good, but this new girlfriend is pretty cool. So we can get along. The family can accept this one. And I think with this, even though you have some major elements from the original taken away, you also, but you also had major elements left in and they didn't try to go veer too far from the original story. They used original cast members besides the ones that have passed away and one substitute uh, with the mom in this in this sense because I'm not sure what happened to no, she, the original. Uh, she, no, the original mom retired. She was like, okay. I'm, you know, I'm old. I'm I'm hanging it up. And uh, they got uh, what Julie Haggerty came in as the new mom. And I thought she did a really, wonderful really good job. job. Like if wonderful I got to give... Job. I got to give like I don't know rookie of the year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to her because there were some scenes that where she just straight up stole the movie. Oh my god! And yeah. we'll talk about this. We'll talk about this one yeah. particular scene because I know it's the, we'll agree on this one particular scene. But yeah, was when she like straight up stole it. So it's like <laughs> she straight straight <laughs> ran with it. I was like, oh, but it was so relatable. It's like. That's what made Christmas Story such a great story because it was so relatable. Everybody's in your childhood wanted something that your parents said you couldn't have due to whatever reason, be it, oh, that that video game will ruin your brain, but truth be told, you, your folks couldn't afford it. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I'm not getting you that. That makes you slow. But yeah. then you end up getting it. 
because you, you your parents didn't want the rest of the kids to tease you because you were the only one without the, without that toy. So everybody related to that. Everybody relates to the imagination of uh, Ralphie. And in this film, they did not strip him of that. And no, I love didn't. the fact that they kept him with his, his vivid imagination. Mm. Um, they didn't. And, you know, most times in these films, they try to go deeper into the children of the main character. They yeah. step, they stay right in the pocket with Ralphie's life, Ralphie's family, Ralphie's friends. He was the centerpiece. And they didn't they didn't deviate from that, just like with the original film. I know so, it. I, I feel like with this one, I don't know what if you if it took this way for you, but I feel like the original was basically Ralphie wanted a BB gun. And he had to go, through, you know, work through some bullies, and you had to find like the real meaning of Christmas. Like, ain't it's not about the toys; it's about the family. Now, this one had the same vibe, but mm-hmm. it also had like a to me, it had like a little heavier weight to it, yeah. Because of like because of the death of the father. Like Ralphie, mm-hmm. Ralphie's basically a struggling writer, and he's like he can't make it. Like he like he's edit. He's set in the seventies, and he's trying to make it as a novelist, and his novelist novels are trash. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt for him like his novels are bad, and then he he just has he gets a phone call, right? And the phone call, his dad has passed away, and he has to go home, so he takes his family home, and he ha- and he wants to save Christmas for his kids, which like every father or every son can relate to. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it had a little heavier weight to it than the original did, but it still had the same heart as far as like. The Christmas spirit and you know what you know what you get from it because it's really it's not about the gifts it's about you know being with family right uh I think I think if if you really want to talk about coming of age films mm-hmm. and you know we always get lost in oh Christmas stories are like one of the greatest Christmas films but actually it's one of the greatest coming of age films uh pieces of cinema that that we see but this one takes it to another notch because we rarely see as far as adults coming into their own as far as rites of passage is concerned. And and this is the thing that, that kind of drawed me even closer to this film because you got Ralphie. You, the first film, you got Ralphie trying to figure out life <laughs> with dealing with bullies, dealing with... Uh, obstacles with teachers when he writes papers they get sent back to him talking about you shoot your eye out uh his little brother coming up and let me tell you something if if ralph if that was set in nowadays ralphie would have been like they would have had him under psychiatric care like because they oh yeah 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 he would have they would have definitely yeah been been sitting on the front row dazed out on ridland because he he was stressed out i mean I, and 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 you know you had those those points of uh, when he cussed in front of his dad, and, and it's just those elements of rites of passage as far as the growing pains that he went to went through, and then you you go back and you go right into this moment in the seventies where he's trying to navigate through life and yeah. he's having growing pains and. One of the major pillars in his life is gone. Like me and Lamont always, we always go back and forth about how much we're daddy guys and how much, you know, the value of a father is. And this is just one of those great films that 
that shows that. I mean, and then there's a scene in here where they go looking for the Christmas tree and he uses the same mythology yeah. <laughs> that his dad did in the original film. Yeah. And it, and it just, it tells the story properly. It, it, it gives progression. It, it, it grows with you because A, I think the first time I saw this film was in my adolescence. And then you grow older and you, and you can relate to this version as an adult. Now, maybe younger kids won't relate to it as much as we did, but I think this film was written for the OGs. <laughs> really, it was. Truth, it was. truth be told. But and also, like back in the day, it would come on TNT. They would have like a. It would come on twenty four hours. They do like yeah. a twenty four hour a Christmas story, and wherever it was in the story, I would jump in. Yeah, and join it. And I feel like this one is going to be one of those classics where you can go revisit every year because even though the father who who was who wasn't there, who he he had passed away, they still use his voice, and the mm -hmm. voice come comes in. Let me get uh Darren McGavin is the father who played the old mm -hmm. man. Old man Parker. There's certain scenes in this one where he's thinking about his dad, and you hear his father's voice. And sometimes that can be cheesy. Yeah. Sometimes effects can be like, "Oh, that's a little too effective." I'm making that word up, mm. but uh, I feel like <laughs> on on in this one, it's used correctly because when, yeah. when it's his voice, you see the dad. Like, mm -hmm. and you're like, "Okay, this is like anybody who's lost a parent know there are times in your life when you're like, you hear their voice." Right. And this, I felt like it just rang so true, especially when he was. Take, doing what his dad did with the Christmas tree mm -hmm. and he was trying to make sure he was having Christmas right for his family just like his dad did and just remembering those old lessons and just to see the uh, the old lamp with the leg yeah and just some yeah some of the throwbacks from the original it just it just hits you like correctly and I just felt like Peter Peter Billingsley as Ralphie he did a really really good job of not being like too much but just enough to make it right so like i feel like they did a really good job with this because this is a direct sequel from the original like let's forget about the that, two, uh yeah, that, that, two that was yeah yeah that, that was bad yeah bad paper like, yeah, <laughs> bad paper was, ralphie <laughs> take it back and write about a football it was yeah let's <laughs> yeah let's throw that one out we got with, with godfather three uh another 48 hours uh, right coming, coming to america too let's yes. just put all those ball, old, ball all that together and and throw it in a very large uh, fire and let it burn. Yeah, like we're not even with that. Didn't that didn't even happen? We went from this one, from that one to this one, and that's what we're rocking with. And again, yeah. I like what you said about the original cast coming back because you got Swartz coming back. You got yeah, Flick, Flick, Flick. Oh come on, man! And I love the way they used them. Like they weren't really a major part, but they they popped in and out, and it kind of like brought you back to home. And and it goes into the characteristics of them, like. You knew Swartz wasn't going to be much of a, a good person because he always would instigate stuff like, you know, with, with Flick and, and the whole thing of sticking the tongue on the on the uh, metal piece. Yeah. And, and getting frozen. You knew Flick was always that that shysty kind of friend, that friend that that everybody's cool with. But they know when he come around, something crazy is going to happen. And now 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 uh, Swartz is grown up. And he's a guy who runs his tab up. Yeah, like <laughs> his tab was crazy. Yeah, but it's the payback. We finally get the payback of the tongue stuck on the on the metal pole in this film. Because when he goes down that <laughs> goes down that slide, it is 
priceless. Oh yeah, and and it's the whole they bring back the triple dog there. Like oh yeah, it's 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 just so well done, man. And yeah. I, and I, and you know it's it's a lot of films, a lot of film sequels that struggle for me, and this one did not. It knocked everything out the park. It surprised me. Like I am legitimately surprised. Like I texted you yeah. as soon as I saw it. I was like, dude, this. This is yeah. like yeah, whoa! Like yeah. it was. I thought it was going to be trash, but okay, strong, <laughs> right, right. right? Yeah, HBO Max did a good job with it. Yeah, uh, way to go, kids! <laughs> yeah, so like I'm, it's it's very strong for me, and also the I wanted to uh, just give a shout out to Billingsley because mm-hmm. we hadn't seen him seen him in a minute. But this movie's produced by with Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is one of the producers of this, and that's his boy. Like they go back, right? So he's done. He's produced the breakup, uh, Four Christmases, uh, one of the original producers of Iron Man. So he's been doing a lot in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So you know he's you know he's working behind the scenes as a career, and he's doing really good at that. And just to step back in front and to do this, like I, I applaud him. I applaud him. One of the things, and I, I think we talked about this off record. I was amazed how Billingsley mimicked the voice of yes. the narrator from the original so well yeah. that it was almost like seamless mm. with the sound, the tones, the intonations, mm. all of that. He sounded exactly like the guy from the narration, which made you believe that Ralphie, the character Ralph, Ralphie Parker, mm. is telling the story completely all the way through for both for both um yeah both, both movies. movies but also both i feel movies. i feel like in since it came out in 83 so since then technology has changed so right i figure you can you can maneuver that a little bit like he can yeah. do it and then you can help him out like in post and try to make it sound you know similar but it like it was spot on like i yeah. the, narr- the narration was on point. Uh, even, like, even like the the ending when he wrote the obituary yeah. for his father and the way they it went into the newspaper, the the story of the old man. So like I just thought it was really just really well well done. I could mm-hmm. I would want to come back. Let's let's do a Easter story. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. Let's do a Father's Day story. Like uh, I love yeah. this family. Yeah, this the Parkers were were, were pretty dope. So uh yeah, so let, let's get in our categories because, like I said, this is uh, I'm I'm just excited to see who you think won and what the categories are for you. So, MVP, bro, who's your MVP of a Christmas story? Christmas, who won the movie for you? They get the gold medal, the championship belt. Who's the MVP? It's no none other than than uh Peter, man. One of the best reasons to have children is to make them do the things you don't want to do as an adult. Is this a good place? Mm, higher than that. Go, 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 go. Here, hand. Yeah, now up. Now in. Here, Both. in and up. Go in, in and up. Why didn't you just point there? <laughs> Keep it up, guys. How come you're not helping? Well, we're having fun watching you. Yeah. When it's just us, it kind of feels like child labor. <laughs> oh, no, honey, it's not labor if we don't pay you. Yeah. <laughs> Ralphie okay. himself. You Ralphie, Ralphie, Ralphie gets okay. Peter Billingsley gets it. All I, right. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, the the whole expression of him trying to overcome grief and then trying to make sure the family is still together and the traditions are still flowing in the family. Um, 
and you know the weight of trying to trying to be a successful writer because he wants to write this novel about Neptula something uh. journey. <laughs> and they were like, it's just too many words. Too many words, bro. Too, too many words, man. So and and you know, it's just how he navigates, how he uh he works well with uh the the wife character in here, Sandy Parker, and yeah. and you know, dealing with the mom. And and it's it's just it's great. It is so great how he just puts his foot down into this and makes it happen. Okay. That's that's a I wholeheartedly agree that he's my MVP too. I think Peter Billingsley came in. It's cause it's hard to be like that, go from that cute child actor to an adult actor and pull right. it off. Like, cause really, if you're cute as a kid, a lot of times, you know, <laughs> that yeah. you, you peak, a lot of times you peaked and that's all you got. Like, you know what I'm saying? But but you know, <laughs> it 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 was funny. I was talking to uh, one of my uh, coworkers and she said. But he has those blue eyes. He still has his blue eyes that yeah, it's yeah. just like a kid. So when you see it, it's like, yeah, yeah. So you still got that mystique of mm. him having a, a childlike nature going into this old thing. So, I mean, it sells. It does. And he looks enough like he used to. Right to where it kind of gives you that he didn't like go like Haley Joe Osmond, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right, <laughs> or yeah, or the guy from uh, What's Up, Jerry Maguire. Like he yeah. looks enough like the old Peter, like he just like like old Peter grown up. Yeah. And then and if you if you really being honest, little Peter uh, looks like a grown man when he was little. So yeah, yeah, he had, <laughs> he had some kind of maturity about him. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. I guess. Yes. So, so that yeah, he's a unanimous MVP uh, for Ralphie. Uh, all right, LVP. No, they either sucked or you wanted to see more of them. Who's your LVP, or do you even have one for this movie? Um, I do. I think um, the Bumpkiss's dogs <laughs> should have. You, want, you wanted to see more of the dogs. I wanted they, they to were, see. They were the hound, the first one. like yeah. like. They didn't give him shine because you really want them to ruin the Christmas dinner again. Like I would really, really wanted them to, because even now, this. <laughs> let me tell you how much the culture this film affected. Even now, it worked. Me and Lamont could probably attest to this. Um, with with television, Christmas we don't get Christmas meals. We get Chinese food for Christmas if you work. <laughs> during Christmas, speak and it's for like, yourself, bro. We we get Christmas meals. Speak for yourself. We get well at the, sta- yes. at the stations I work at, <laughs> they give us straight Chinese food, and I was like, "Really? We doing we doing a Christmas story?" And they're like, "Yeah," mm-hmm. and it's like, "Oh, okay, I get it." So, um, this film set that pattern, and I would have really loved to have seen the Bumpkinses knock out the turkey because I think they did have a turkey in there and they was like, stay away from... No, it was a casserole. They got to eat all the casseroles. You got to eat all the casseroles before you get any turkey. turkey. Yeah. So (laughs) that was hilarious. The casseroles from all the neighbors that came through because, you know, that's what neighborhoods do. They give you food Uh when a a loved one passed away. But (laughs) that was hilarious. But I really would have wanted to see the Bumpkinses. But we actually saw an actual family member with one of the uh, characters because the little kid, the little kid Bumpkins came over 
And they said he was kind of slow. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we saw a family member from the Bunkers uh, family. Mm. But I would have really would have seen the dogs in that. So the dogs are my LVP. The LVP. dogs. Okay, that that's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know what? I really don't have an LB, LVP for this one. Like I okay. was think I was thinking like I, I I just don't. I just I don't. Everybody, I think we got the right amount of flick. We got the right amount of, of sports. The right amount of the mom. So I think everything was kind of perfect. Like I, would, I maybe you know the dad. I wish you could have. Like still been alive and he yeah. could have worked it in. I wish the mom maybe would have came back, but I'm not. I'm happy with the new mom. So uh, yeah, I got no LVP for this one. Okay, that's what's all right. Up. Or I mean, uh, I got I got an honorable mention. Okay, who do you got? Who your honorable mention? LVP? Honorable mention is LVP is um, Ralphie's little brother, uh, Randy. Randy, yeah, Randy. You you know what? You're right about. It. I didn't think about that because Randy was barely. He just like he showed up at barely. The and and see, we needed we needed Randy to show either show up in a coat that was <laughs> that kept his arms from going down or something because you know he was the he was the the brother that that made it sort of kind of because yeah. he was always on travel. So I think my honorable mention as far as uh, LVP would be Randy because we that- only saw him twice. That, yeah, you're right. That was right. I am Patrell played played Randy, and he was yeah, yeah he, he yeah he showed up at the end, and he was like on a desert island or something. So yeah, yeah. I did it. Yeah, but I did I love won. the conversation between him and Ralphie when he was like, "Mom's eating a cracker," like because that's that guilt trip that you give to your brother yeah. when you want him to come through. <laughs> right. Like, hey man, you know she's not doing good. <laughs> yeah, you need to call her more. You need to show up. So I totally <laughs> get that as a as a sibling for sure. Right. I, all yeah. right. Uh, let me see. We got six man or six lady coming off the bench. They did the most with the least. Only on screen for a little time, but crushed it. So who's your six man? The mom deuce, baby. Yeah, Jennifer Haggerty was amazing. Man. Yes. Outside of the fact that that <laughs> she, I mean, she had large shoes to fill, bro. Like she did. She did. So she comes in and she. Oh. Kills it, and and here we go. Here go with my my favorite scene. Oh yeah, was when the when the uh, Christmas carolers were coming through the town, oh, yeah. and she was. made everybody get down on the floor. And the wife was like, "I love carolers. No, get down on the floor. Turn the lights out." I was like, "Oh my god!" And even though it's 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 a Caucasian family, we as black folks know that feeling. And it's not because of carolers. We'll do it to Jehovah Witnesses. Jehovah, Jehovah Witnesses <laughs> are people who are people who are campaigning for office. You know? Campaigning <laughs> for office or coming to sell vacuums door to door. Bro, turn out the lights. Get on the floor. Stop yeah. breathing. <laughs> yeah. It's like that was so wonderfully put together and she played it out so well. So my six man gotta be uh Mrs. Parker, bro. Yeah, Mrs. Parker, she had big shoes to fill because Melinda Dillon played the original mom. Yeah. And she, Oscar nominee for Athens of Malice, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm. like just a really, really good actress. And for her to step in and just, I didn't forget about her, but I was like, okay, this is, she did a really good job. She's my sixth man also because mm-hmm. I feel like, she, and she brought the heart to it. She had him read the thing at the end. Uh, she was like, you know, I want you to just, 
when the father died, just like we're gonna have a good Christmas. We're not gonna dwell in what didn't happen. Right. So I thought she did an amazing job. Like the mom was amazing. For a minute, I thought it was the OG one. But uh yeah, so she's she's definitely my, my sixth man. Cool. All right. Cool. Uh you got you got a favorite scene here? I know we talked about the mom scene, but there's a is there any other scene that you dug? Because I really for me it was and I could relate to this as uh, seeing my dad do this the uh, when he was doing all the Christmas shopping. Mm-hmm. When he was running around trying, yeah. trying to get everything and the mom's in the lounge. And the, the mom and the wife are in the lounge getting plastered. <laughs> yes. Straight drunk. And he's running around get, making it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was one of my, my favorite scenes. And of course, the, uh, the scene with the... Uh, whatchamacallit, the triple dog there when they're on the, the, yeah. the thing. Yeah, that was amazing. So anything step out to you? Uh, the getting the uh, Christmas star. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. He, and he breaks into uh, Flip's uh, <laughs> bar to yeah. steal his star from, from the top of his Christmas tree. Yeah. And the bully is the cop. That's like that's what I love. It's like little things and then the way the, and he thought he was going to jail. Right. And the, Yeah, and the bully's like, no, man, you. Let me take you home. I got you. Like you know, and thank and thank you for what you did because that's why I'm on the straight and narrow. Right, and <laughs> the fact that it, the apple don't fall too far from the tree because his kids were the bullies that were running around knocking people's snowman over. Yeah, listen, I'm about to say, I'm, I'm about to give you a hot take, and I know I'm going might get canceled for this, but I need to go ahead and say it. Go ahead uh, and say it. I think bullying makes you a better person. I really do. I feel like you mean the ones that invoke it or the ones that receive it? I think receive it. I think receive it because it makes you work through. Like, I'm not talking about the bullying where you know it's, I'm just mean just a little like, okay, I got to get through this. Like, it teaches you to work through stuff and have to deal with people. Because some of my bullies, like, we became best friends. Right. Like, you you stood up to them, you fought them, or you, like, I mean, I guess you can't fight him nowadays because stuff always elevates to something, yeah. you know, bigger. But yeah, kids that, always seem to grab sharp objects and stab sharp objects and, and start throwing bullets. But I like, yeah, you back in the day, you could just fight it out. You guys are friends the next day and you just move on. And, and your parents wouldn't wouldn't make you wouldn't escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be like, all right, y'all got that out your system. You're good. Are we done? Shake hands and move on, yeah. and let's move on. And you but know, the, I think go ahead. I, no, I just feel like, like back in the day, it could. I don't know, I feel like now with social media, it goes on 24/7 because you can you can't really escape it. Like back in the day, when you went home, the bullying was over until the next right. day, and then you, you, you guys work through it and you figure it out. But I don't know, I love seeing his kids like he kind of did what our parents did back in the day. Mm-hmm. You guys got to work this out. Like right. He he didn't go out and he went out and tried to solve it for him, and that kind of ruined it. And then finally, he was like, "You guys got to figure this out." And then right. hit, hit the snowman, and then <laughs> I, yeah. So I thought it all worked. Yeah, <laughs> put the dog on cinder block in the joint. Maybe. No, that was just, no. They put they built it around a tree stump, and right. then he hit the tree stump. And I'm like, well, you know what? Oof, just, was, <laughs> it was like these. Whoa, these kids trying to take people's lives. That's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. with, with Ralphie and 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 uh, and uh, what's the what's the uh, uh, Farkas? Yes, with Ralphie and Farkas, <laughs> they just knuckled up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Ralphie came across them and 
put them fifth wall beads on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but these kids, they, they took a, a, a more uh smart route, I would say. But yeah, no. You know, if what what one of the kids <laughs> hit hit a rock when he came off that dismount of that uh Yeah, no, that's a whole nother movie. That's, that's a whole nother movie. <laughs> that's a whole nother movie. Ooh, I know what you did last Christmas type of thing. So yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's like I love the fact that they kept that in the movie. Like the bully be- gets gets changed. And your hot take is true. I, I agree with it. But you know, we're 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 we come from that era where yeah, what yeah. what don't kill you makes you stronger. But these kids, mm-hmm. they nah, you mess around for they be in therapy. But no, I'm not nothing against therapy. I'm just nothing saying. against therapy. But you know, just take, take take the joke on 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 the on the face. You got a big nose, okay? Yeah, go All past right. that. Yeah, that that builds character. Like, come right. on, or, or make you fall in love with the with the with the big nose. Like, come on, you grow up with, with a name like Lamont, you are gonna get big dummy. Like, right. That that's how that is does. what it is. Yeah. So I mean, you know, yeah. I've always been the fat kid. Now I'm now you know fat, fluffy, and sexy. You know, you keep it that uh, simple. Oh wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I had okay. I had to, I had to shot myself out. You know. All right. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> uh, on our scale, what are you giving it? I'm giving it a full tank. What about you? Full tank, premium, ninety three. I, I I loved it. I loved every minute from from beginning to end. Um, even with the whole grief during Christmas thing, it's like they they tackled that that actual issue. You know, a lot of people deal with hard times during Christmas, so this film actually helps. Even though I'm, I'm noticing that in a lot of Hollywood, they're dealing with a lot of grief, grief yeah. uh, therapy in in these films. But I, I love that that aspect of it. Okay, well, we're giving both giving it full tank. I didn't talk to you about this before, but let's do it right now. Okay, Mount, Rush, Mount Rushmore Christmas movies off the top of the dome. I will go back to back. I'll give you my number, my one. You will go back and forth. Okay, well, we're going. Okay, so ranking, we're going. Mount Rushmore four films, four films, okay. Christmas movies that you no, put on no, your no Mount partic- Rushmore. No, no particular, particular order. order. No particular okay. order. Here we go. Okay, Excuse I'm going Elf. Elf is on there for me. Elf is hilarious. I watch Elf every year. I yes. don't think it, Elf is probably one of my favorite movies. Period. He's mm-hmm. an angry Elf. He's from the <laughs> South Pole, <laughs> bro. And, and, that, and that don't make you laugh. Come yeah. On now. Yeah. So yeah, that I, I, that's hilarious. Yeah, Elf is like one of the stronger ones. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say, in no particular order, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Uh, the squirrel scene will forever be burnt <laughs> into my mind. <laughs> Chevy Chase running around with the squirrel on his back, yes. and his family is running away from him. It's hilarious. Hilarious film. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay, that's cool. Uh, my number two, I got to go with uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, okay. yeah it, it gets me every time. Clarence, the, the angel with the wings. First yeah. of all, angel named Clarence. I'm yeah. all in. And the fact that you, like, I feel like everybody has either been one brother or the other. You've mm-hmm. either been a brother that stays or the brother that goes. And I just, they, I know they've tried to remake it. Don't. It's perfect yeah. the way it, it's perfect don't, the don't way it, it is. Let it be. Let it, let the black and white stand and let yeah. it be. 
Let it be. Don't change it at all. So that that's my number two up there. What about your number two? Number two gotta be Friday after next. Friday oh. after next is my Christmas film that nobody <laughs> will acknowledge as a Christmas film, but it's one of the greatest Christmas films I feel to me because it deals with a. I mean, you can't lose when you start off your intro song for the film is the Temptations version of Silent Night. You can't lose. Yeah, you're so, right. Friday after next. They, that's the, is that the one with Cat Williams in it? Yeah, that's the one with Cat Williams. <laughs> Where were your that's the one with Cat, right? <laughs> that was one with Cat Williams. Uh Ricky Smiley as the uh thieving uh the thieving uh Santa Claus. Yeah. You have um you have all the original cast except for Chris Tucker. So, okay. And Chris then Tucker. you add add uh Terry Crews as Damon. Oh, and, that was so funny! It, yeah, so it, it's a and it's and it's based in the in in Christmas time in California. So it's it's the dopest for me. Right, so that's right. that's a part of my Mount Rushmore. All right, my number three in my Mount Rushmore is the Best Man Holiday. I believe that that's a good one. I can only watch it once. Can only watch it like once a year. Uh, it hits you in the heart. If you don't cry on this one, something's wrong with you. Yeah, you you it, don't have a heart. You're, you don't you're, have. Yeah, you so, you're the type of person to make the Grinch look look be- look good. Yeah. So and I just love seeing like it, it, it's just good. It's got some of the some of the best scenes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got all your boys back together. So it's the best man holiday. It's up there for me. Cool. All right. My number two. I, no three three. Yeah three three. Number three, my number three, uh, Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. Oh, yeah. Even though the original version is good, it's just they tell the story. They act, You actually get into why The Grinch is the way he is in Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. And that's why I love that one so much. So that's in my Mount Rushmore as far as uh, great Christmas films. Um, Jim Carrey's version of The Grinch. Okay, that, that he's that's probably the best Jim Carrey right there. Like <laughs> you that's think like, so? Well, I think Ace Ventura is not. Well, the no, best. I feel no, I feel like that's when he was like in his peak when he was okay. just he was just knocking him out the park. You were getting the liar, liar. You were getting the Ace Ventura. Like you were right. getting the Grinch. Like you were getting the best Jim Carrey right there. So that's mm-hmm. uh, I totally that almost made my list, but I totally see why you said that. Yep, gotcha. uh, you know what. Going off the beaten path here, I got I got a little sentimental on all of them except for Elf. Got to go with Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton. Ooh, strong one. Yeah, and like you, and you got like giants, like Bernie Mac was in Bad Santa. Yes. So like that's it's just a yeah. fun, just a fun off the because you see these Santas and you're like, what's the other side of it? Right. So that's that's my Mount Rushmore. You got one more, sir. What's what's the last one for you? I would have to say my last one. Um, I'm gonna go down the old beaten path, and I know we were raised on this. I'm gonna have to go with Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. The, the, oh yeah, uh, the puppet the, tour, the, the the ones with the puppet type of things. Yeah, like, the, the OG, like that's the, the OG, original, like the, the original Outcast, right there. He's the yeah. original Ralph. Like, right. <laughs> if, you're, right. if you're being and honest had, about it, <laughs> you had the snowman with the uh, with the guy, the old guy that looked like Captain Captain Bur- Sanders, Burl Ives, yeah, Colonel, yeah, Sanders, yeah. Colonel yeah. Sanders, <laughs> <look> <laughs> Captain, I got Captain you Crunch and Colonel Sanders together. <laughs> he demoted <have> him, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders, like 
I mean, that's that's one of the OGs we were raised on, bro. And and that was that's like one of my favorites, man. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, just a bunch. You can't go wrong with a Christmas movie. And like I said, I feel like this one we uh the Christmas story Christmas is gonna be a classic that's gonna right. live live on forever. And I said it's just really, really well done. So it's definitely worth watching with your family. And if you, especially if you're a fan of the original. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is going but you don't even have to be. Like you can watch it without watching the original and still get the same feelings from it. Exactly. Cool. Well, all right. Well, hey, you guys, thanks for joining us on the drive-in. And hey, we got more stuff coming down the line. We got some end of the year stuff coming on. So just stay tuned with us and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Peace. This thing is bigger than Nino Brown. This is big business.